I'm Maida Getman, and welcome to Infertility Crossroads. I'm a mom to donor-conceived twins, and I went through eight rounds of fertility treatment before finally becoming pregnant with my two girls. I'm also a donor conception coach and founder of The Donor Downlow, a self-paced online program for people who are at the crossroads of donor conception and wondering which path is right for them. Perhaps you're like me, you thought having a baby would be easy, yet here you are every day, week, and month having to make big, scary, and radical decisions about what your future might look like. I call it the infertility crossroads. Whether you're just getting started on your fertility journey, have been trying for years, or are headed down an alternative path, you are welcome here. Join me each week where I will walk alongside you through all the infertility crossroads. Let's dive in. Hello, welcome back to Infertility Crossroads. I'm Maida Getman, a fertility coach who specializes in helping you navigate your decision points on your infertility journey. Today, I want to talk about a topic that I've been hearing about from you, mostly via direct Instagram message, which I love, by the way, so keep them coming. Today, I want to talk about secondary infertility and how to decide if pursuing donor to have a second child is the best option for you. Before we dive in, let's talk about what secondary infertility is. If you're experiencing secondary infertility, you probably already know this, but let's define it how the Mayo Clinic defines it. They say that secondary infertility is when you can't get pregnant or carry a baby to term after you've been pregnant before and had a baby without difficulties. Secondary infertility can be really shocking because you didn't have problems the first time around, and now you are. This can be really overwhelming, scary, and difficult to understand. It worked before, why isn't it working now? There are a lot of options when you're struggling with secondary infertility, and it's important that you think through and decide what the best options will be for you and your family. I know families who have chosen not to pursue any fertility treatments to have a second baby. I know families who have gone through many rounds of IVF to have a second baby. I know people who have decided to use donor or decided to adopt. So the possibilities are endless, and it's really important that you think through what is best for you and your family. Today, on this episode, We're just going to talk about what to think through when you're considering adding another child to your family via donor egg, donor sperm, or donor embryo after you already have a biological child of your own. Whether you have a child or not, a lot of the considerations are the same, to be honest. In episode five of my podcast, I talk in detail about how to come to terms with using a donor through processing your own grief and loss giving yourself time to learn about using a donor and what life will look like with a donor-conceived child, how to decide if there are other steps you feel like you need to take before pursuing a donor, and making sure that you and your partner are on the same page. So I'm not going to go into detail of those things today, but I will link the episode in the show notes so you can dive deeper on those topics, and I highly recommend it because the considerations are the same, like I said, whether you have a child or not. In addition to those things, 
There's more to think about when you're considering using donor egg sperm or embryo for a second child. Some of those things are, will you bond with your donor conceived child like you did with your biological child? Will your pregnancy be different than the first time around? How are you going to talk to your biological child about their sibling being a half sibling? Or maybe not even a a full half sibling if you're going to use donor embryo. How will your donor-conceived child feel knowing their donor-conceived and their sibling isn't? And will your friends and family think differently of your donor-conceived child? These are just a few of the things that I've heard directly from you guys that I wanted to cover today. So let's jump into each of these topics. Let's start with number one. Will you bond with your donor-conceived child like you did with your biological child? The The short answer is... I don't know. The longer answer is bonding with our children is different which e- with each of them, whether they're donor conceived or not. What is true, though, is that you want this child because you're working hard for them to come into your life. And like with infertility in general, every step you take towards Fertility treatments, decision-making, all of these things around bringing a second child into your family, you are bonding and connecting with this child, even though you don't know who they are or where they're going to come from. So will you bond exactly the same way? No, because each child and each person is different and unique, and the situations are different as well. Will you bond with your child? I'm pretty sure you will. Number two. Will my pregnancy be different than the first time around? Well, the answer to that is yes, your pregnancy will be different than the first time around, but it's not just because of donor conception. There are a lot of reasons why your pregnancy is going to be different. First of all, every pregnancy is different. And so no matter what, it's going to be different. Secondly, This pregnancy is going to be different because you've already experienced pregnancy. You know what to expect. You know what to think through. It's totally different than when you went through it the first time and you didn't know any of those things. And now you're going to be pregnant, but you have another child that you're raising. So you're maybe going to be chasing around a toddler or you're going to be doing things with your 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 first child while you're pregnant. All of these things play into how this pregnancy is going to be experienced and different than the last time. And then the last piece about this is if you become pregnant after infertility, it's a different experience because you know what can go wrong and what does go wrong. It changes things and it changes you. So to answer the question, will the pregnancy be different? Yes, because there are so many other things playing into what it's going to be like being pregnant this time than the first time. And none of those things have to do with your child being donor conceived. Number three, how will I talk to my biological child about their sibling being a half sibling or maybe even not genetically related? Whenever you use a donor to have a baby, being open and honest with the child who's donor conceived is really important. And we talk about that all the time on this show, but it's also really important to talk to your other child too. You never want donor conception to be a secret. 
You can talk to your child about their sibling being donor conceived the same way you would talk to the donor conceived child. Children's books are a great place to start. I have some that I recommend and I will link those in the show notes. But what I would say is get a few books, start reading them to your child and talk to them about this is how your sibling is going to join our family. That also helps you navigate the conversations around donor conception. It helps you get used to talking about it. And it's just such a great way. One thing I will add is there's not a lot of books to my knowledge about donor conception and siblings when one sibling is fully biologically related to the parents and the other sibling is donor conceived. And if you know of any of those books, please send me an email or reach out and let me know because I would love to find some good resources there. But here's what I would say. The books that are currently out there and that I recommend for talking about donor conception, you can tweak those and use those as conversation starters and use them in a way that is best for your family. So even though there's not specific books that I know of, you can still use the ones that are out there. Number four, how will my donor conceived child feel knowing their donor conceived and their sibling isn't? The short answer is we have no idea. We don't know how they're going to feel because we don't know them. We don't know what's going to be important to them and what's not going to be important to them. What we do know is that we can put some things into place to help our donor conceived child. Those things are talking about their conception story talking about donor conception, talking about how excited we are about how they came to be and who they are as an individual, being curious with them about their donor and about the person who helped bring them into this world, answering their questions, working through our own fears and feelings around using a donor so that when we're talking to our child, we are talking to them with excitement positivity, confidence, and they really feel like they are special and unique because of the way that they were brought into this world. Will they have feelings about being different than their sibling? Maybe. I don't know because I'm not donor conceived. And I'm sure there's a lot of donor conceived people out there who can share their experiences with us so that we can learn from them. But what I do know is as long as you are showing up in your child's life, being curious and open about the things that they're struggling with and supporting them and helping them navigate those things, you're taking a step in the right direction. Nothing is guaranteed here, but there are things that you can do to try to help your child going forward. Number five, will our family and friends think differently of our donor conceived child? Again, my short answer is, I don't know. But my longer answer is, I doubt it. The thing is, is that when people see us with our children, they don't remember how they were conceived. And that's probably a good thing because if you think about it, you probably don't want everyone in your life looking at you and your partner or Uh, you and your family and thinking about you guys having sex or, you know, all the things that go with infertility and that kind of stuff. So when they look at you and they see you with your two children, 
they'll go, oh, those are her two children or his two children or their two children. They don't remember that your kids are donor conceived. And that to me is a good thing because once your child is here and in your family, they are who they are. They are part of your family. They are part of who you are as a family unit. And in my experience, they have been accepted, loved, and enjoyed just like every other child in our family. As a caveat, are there families where this isn't the case? Of course there are. So it's up to you to think about that and navigate that with your own family and your own family dynamics. However, for the most part, it hasn't been a challenge. Now, if you feel like it's going to be a challenge, then I would recommend reaching out to a therapist or a coach like me who can help you navigate some of those things. In summary, there are a lot of things to consider when you're thinking about adding a second child to your family using donor conception. A lot of those things to consider are the same things everyone who's considering donor conception needs to think through. So I would highly recommend doing that before making any decisions. But donor conception can be an amazing way to add a second or third or more child to your family. So give it a shot, think through it, and see if it might be the right option for you. If you need help thinking through that, I've got a great free resource. Go to metagetman.com slash podcast and download my free donor decision guide. It'll walk you through some of the questions you can start thinking about as it relates to donor. And go back and listen to episode five of the podcast as well. It's another great resource to help you start navigating this. Thank you for being here. I will see you next time on Infertility Crossroads. Are you looking for some more support and to stay connected with me on a regular basis? Make sure you have a copy of my free PDF called My Doctor Just Said Donor, Now What? This free PDF is for you if you just had the conversation with your doctor, you're thinking it might be coming, or you're looking for what to do now that you've had this conversation. It's an amazing resource to help you take the next right steps forward. Go to metagetman slash podcast to get your free copy. That's www.metagetman.com slash podcast to grab your copy. I am on a mission to spread my message to as many people as I can, and your feedback helps. Please take a moment to leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts so I know how I'm doing and can keep bringing you exactly what you're looking for. It would mean the world to me. And make sure you're subscribed to the show. That way, the latest and greatest episodes will be delivered to you as soon as they publish. Lastly, I am not a doctor, a psychologist, or a professional in the area of fertility. I'm a person who's gone through infertility, and I want to share my learnings with you and the learnings that I've gained by working with my clients. In addition, the guests that I bring on this show are sharing their own views, opinions, thoughts, and ideas. Some are medical professionals, others are not, and they're just like me. Please don't substitute any of the information shared here as medical advice. That's what the pros are for. 
If you want to learn more about my terms and conditions, go to my website, madeagetman.com.